well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. I am so glad you've joined us on the program today. Got a good one. Our friend uh, Chris Chang going to join us from uh, Top Shot. You know, he's got a, a big uh, auction coming up, actually, with the folks at Recoil Magazine that we'll be talking about. I think this is uh, exciting stuff. Uh, stuff I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I, I, I feel old when we uh, get to talking about uh, some of the new technology that uh, Chris Chang is uh, so well aware of. Um, but, you know, he does a really good job of explaining all of the uh, intricacies of these uh, non-fungible tokens. Yep, because that is what this uh, new auction is all about. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, do you miss President Trump? Well, if so, you're not alone. And I'm coming to you with a very special offer that you do not want to miss. Now is your chance to win one of six photos of President Trump, hand-signed by President Trump, and soon one could be hanging up in your home. When President Trump signed these photos... He wanted to make sure that all of his supporters had the chance to receive one, and now is your chance. All you have to do is text GUNS to 55404 today for your chance to win a beautiful photo of President Trump, First Lady Melania Trump, hand-signed by President Trump himself. By texting GUNS to 55404 right now, you'll also get exclusive double-entry activation for a limited time. Again, text GUNS to 55404 to have your name entered twice to win a hand-signed President Trump photo. Don't want to miss this. Contest in soon. Paid for by the National Republican Senatorial Committee. So as I mentioned, uh, Chris Chang does have this uh, big auction coming up. uh, And it's now there are some physical prizes that you can win. But uh, the the, the big items that are being auctioned off, uh, as I mentioned, are these non-fungible tokens, the NFTs that are becoming uh, very, very popular uh, among collectors. I confess I was somewhat at a loss when we sat down and uh, started this interview, but Chris did a great job of explaining. uh, And most importantly, did a great job of pointing out where the funds that are raised through this auction are going to go. And they're going to go right back into the Second Amendment community. Take a look and a listen. Hey, Chris, good talking with you. Thanks so much for coming to the show, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on, Cam. I'm really excited to be here today and chat with you about some some new fun gun stuff that I've got cooking. Yeah, this is interesting. So let's talk about uh, what you're doing with Recoil Magazine, because I think this is really interesting. So, yeah, we are running a digital art auction. And if you're familiar with the the, the technology that a lot of people are talking about these days, it's uh, an NFT or non-fungible token based on the blockchain, it's sort of just, you know, a lot of like technical talk, but I think the main point here for viewers and listeners is this digital art world. It's really exploded over the past few years. And just like we collect art in, you know, physical, you know, portraits, photography, um, the, the digital art realm is exploding. And for me, it's, It's an exciting space. And so what I'm doing with Recoil is we are selling 10 authenticated digital copies of the most recent Recoil magazine cover that I was on. It caused a lot of controversy. And I was on the cover wearing a distressed American flag in LGBT rainbow colors. I'm holding a rifle. And the message that, that that the art piece represents is that the Second Amendment is for all. 
So this hashtag 2A for all was very prominent on the cover, right? And it is this ideal that our civil rights are for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're gay, if you are a woman, if you're Asian, right? So our civil rights apply to everyone. And the Second Amendment is obviously one of uh, you know, the most important parts of our constitution, our bill of rights. And so the auction, it starts on October 19th and it's an online auction at nft.recoilweb.com. And the top 10 bidders are going to win one of the 10 rare digital NFT copies of the recoil cover art. All right. Uh, and I, so you got to help me out here because I confess, Chris, I have never felt older than when I started hearing about NFTs. Uh, and I, I get it. I mean, as somebody, I, I collect old books. Uh, as a kid, I collected baseball cards. I still have uh, the, the 1985, 1986 uh, Fleer NBA uh, a set of basketball cards that I'll never give up, uh, even though, you know, they're just nice. cardboard. So I, I get the idea of collecting. I, I, this is where I feel old. You start telling me about collecting, you know, non-fungible tokens. And I'm thinking, well, okay, so what exactly are you collecting here? Uh, you're collecting bits of data. You're collecting something that is, you know, that, that is not in a physical form. So what exactly is an NFT? I mean, when you say that, you know, we can bid on one of these digital copies, what exactly are we getting? What makes this collectible as opposed to downloading a PDF of that same issue of recoil? Right. Yeah. And this is a great question. Right. And this is where I think it's a concept. Once you get it, you get it. Uh, and, but I'll admit, right, that that's the kind of the, the mind leap, right, of going from collecting baseball cards or collecting physical art and applying this to the digital world. It is a little bit of a leap, but let me try and, and explain it and simplify what is going on here. So an NFT, it is basically a digital collectible. It lives on this thing called the blockchain, which is on the internet. Now, the, the unique thing about the blockchain is that it stores data, right? It's this public ledger where data can be written to it. And in this case, these digital pieces of art, right? People are putting digital artwork, digital collector's cards, digital music. Now, what makes this different right, with I, these NFTs living on the blockchain versus just you download the PDF of the Recoil magazine or you Google my name and Recoil and you take a screenshot, right, of the magazine cover. The difference here is this blockchain. That is, it's a public ledger that authenticates ownership, right? So what's, what's going on here is, I am the original artist in this case, like I will be the creator of these 10 recoil magazine cover NFTs, right? The, the concept of provenance, right? Where does something come from? What is its history? This is the blockchain is what makes everything that that's on the blockchain valid, right? So, right, Cam, if you were to just like take a screenshot of the recoil magazine cover and like try to sell it as an NFT, you know, right. You don't have like a, an affiliation necessarily like, 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 right. You're not on the cover. You don't work for recoil, right. There's, it's sort of like, you know, it wouldn't necessarily like make sense for you to try and sell that. I mean, here's another example. So I, I try and wrap my head around real world examples and apply it to this digital art collection concept. 
if you took a picture of the Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. right? And if you printed out the paper copy of the Mona Lisa and tried to sell that print out of the Mona Lisa, people be like, I'm not paying anything for this. Like, sure, maybe I know Cam, but uh, why would I pay anything for a print, a paper printout of the Mona Lisa? Now, in the real world, there are expensive copies of printouts, reproductions of the Mona Lisa, but right, where do they come from? They come from the museum, right? They come from an authority that has the, that, that acknowledges the provenance, right? It's like, if you buy a copy of the Mona Lisa from a museum, like, or the museum where she's at, right, then that's worth a little bit more, um, but not obviously as much as the actual Mona Lisa, um, you know, that's hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. So in this digital space, the blockchain, again, it authenticates who's the content creator, um, right? So in this case, again, right, I'm going to be what's called minting these, these digital copies of the recoil cover art and it is that that piece of provenance that authentication that makes it distinctly unique right these 10 copies digital copies of uh the recoil cover art these are going to be the only 10 digital copies that exist right and so yeah sure i everyone can own uh, screenshots right but no there's no value in it and yeah this digital art world, right? It's, uh, you know, people are spending upwards of $69 million for digital art. People is this one artist who sold his artwork for $69 million. And just like any collector's community, right? What drives the value of certain collectibles? What makes them worth more or less than others, right? Part of it is this provenance, right? Who, who created it, right? And other pieces, who's owned it, right? If, if uh, a famous person, right, has owned an, an NFT, that's going to make it more valuable than if it's just being traded around and, and sold among sort of just, you know, your average collectors. Let me try and give one other example to help concretize what's happening here. So the NBA they have this whole digital collector card platform called NBA Top Shot. No relation to Top <laughs> Shot in the history channel that uh, I was on and in, in, in the season that I won. So the NBA, right, they are selling digital moments in the form of video clips of everyone's favorite NBA players hitting game-winning three-pointers, slam dunks. Now, the 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 those NBA NFTs, right? They're being minted by the NBA, right? And that's where it makes, that's where the value comes from. It's like, you're buying an NBA NFT. And it's very different than if some random person downloads the same video clip and tries to like sell it off of their computer, right? It's this blockchain, right? That's where the NFT, the digital collectibles, they live on this digital public ledger called the blockchain. That's where everybody can see. I see that my NBA NFT actually came from the NBA. Gotcha. And and so that's like one of the big, big keys here. Um, And NBA Top Shot, they've sold $780 million worth of NBA branded NFTs over the past year and a half. Wow. Um, It's it's so cool. And so 
I think there's big things in store for the gun community and for the firearms industry. And this recoil NFT auction is the first shot across the bow. Um, and in addition to winning the digital version, right, the digital version of the cover, we've included a bunch of other prizes as part of the package. The top five bidders, for example, they're going to win an in-person fun shoot with me and the recoil staff. Uh, don't be surprised, you know, if a machine gun or two, you know, shows up and we'll be having a, a good time at the, you know, at, at a range. And then Recoil is throwing in physical and digital subscriptions of Recoil magazine. The, the, the more you, the more you bid the sort of, you know, the, the, the more, uh, the better the subscription package that you're going to get. And then there's uh, some Recoil swag and then also a physical copy of the magazine that I'll personalize. And autographs, right? This recoil NFT auction, it's a mix of yes, bidding on the digital art of the magazine cover, but then also the real magazine in, in, in physical form, as well as a bunch of other prizes, including that in-person fun shoot for the top five bidders. All right. Well, I gotta say, I mean, that's pretty cool. And you got something for the, uh, you know, the, the old school guys like me. And you got something for the uh, the new school guys. Uh, I think it's really exciting. And I, I, I want to touch base with you after the auction is concluded so we can talk more about it. But before we let you go, I also want to ask too, because you talk about the controversy around this cover. And I mean, honestly, Chris, I mean, as you explain it, uh, you know, you and I have talked many times before. The Second Amendment is not a right of the right. It's not a right of white people. It's a right of the people, of all the people. Uh, where is... Where is that a controversial message? Where, why was this cover controversial and, and who was it controversial with? Yeah, you know, the, I think the, the, the main controversies were around this concept of Recoil Magazine promoting gun ownership for the gay community, right? And saying that the LGBT community, you know, should consider owning a firearm just like every other demographic. But you know the gay community is a marginalized community. The controversy really highlighted why we're a marginalized community. You know, the, some of the comments that we saw on Recoil's social media pages were really just quite disgusting. You had commenters who were invoking the Pulse nightclub shooting from 2016, which was a, uh, a gay nightclub where one of the most deadliest domestic terrorist incidents occurred in our country. And you had commenters who were celebrating this terrorist killing and injuring innocent Americans in this nightclub. Out in the open, right, on, on, on social media. Now, like that was the dark side of this, of this controversy, but the light and, and, and the inspiring part of, this, of the controversy was the tens of thousands of people who supported me, who supported Recoil, and, you know, when I think about art in general, what is, what makes good art? For me, good art, it provokes conversation. Sometimes controversy is that medium to have that conversation, but it evokes emotion. It, it makes people question themselves, question society, question our civil rights. That's exactly what this recoil cover art did is it was, yes, we wanted to make a statement, but we just didn't really realize how strong of a message that the Second Amendment is for everyone 
we didn't realize how strong of a message that would resonate with people. And that's what you're bidding on with this digital art auction, right? You are going to own one of 10 of these recoil NFTs that represents freedom and liberty for all. And I think that's a message that I'm inspired by. I know, you know thousands and, and you know, millions of Americans are inspired by that message as well. And, and ultimately, you know, this, this NFT digital art auction is about, I, I just, I want to bring as much good out of this art experience, right? I want, I, I want, I want to bring, inspire people. Um, another part about this auction is that proceeds will be donated to Second Amendment organizations. Three of them that I love, one's the Firearms Policy Coalition, second one is Pink Pistols, Operation Blazing Sword, which is an LGBT pro-Second Amendment organization. And the third one is APAGOA, stands for Asian Pacific American Gun Owners Association. I'm a founding board member of APAGOA. And you know, we founded the organization as a response to the rise in racist attacks against Asian Americans that we've been seeing over the past two years. And so I want the auction proceeds to come back into the community. And so that's, I think, a uh, the, the last exciting piece about this digital art auction is, right, it's like you've got the digital art that you're going you're gonna to win. You're going to be literally a part of history. This is the first digital art auction of its kind in the gun community. You're going to get an amazing in-person experience with the fun shoot. Uh, if you're one of the top five bidders, uh, the recoil magazine, uh, then the subscriptions and the swag, right? And then, of course, part of what you bid, those dollars are going to go right back into the Second Amendment community. So, you know, we're really uh, excited to see this auction open up on October 19th, and it'll run uh, until October 24th. So we'll see what the uh, results are come October 24th. But October 19th is the date. And if you're interested in bidding, the website is nft.recoilweb.com. And you can sign up for email reminders as we get closer to that October 19th date. All right. Chris Chang, I might have to sell my baseball card collection to uh, bid on one of these covers here. You know, I got to raise some funds to uh, clear some capital, Indeed. but uh, you know, I think that might, that, that might be my future. Uh, and listen, I hope that uh, you will come back after the auction is concluded so we can talk more about it. But uh, as always, my friend, thank you so much for everything you do for the second amendment uh, for gun owners across this country. It's great to have you in the fight and I uh, look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thanks again for having me on today, Cam. As always, appreciate Chris joining us on the program. Uh, let's turn our attention now to today's Armed Citizen story, our good deed of the day, our recidivist report as well. We'll start there with a uh, story out of Ohio. Man who shot person in head, kill, uh, held others at gunpoint, released from prison early. Yep. Danny area was handed a 41-year sentence for holding three people hostage with a gun, shooting one of them in the head. That was 22 years ago. And uh, that 41-year sentence? Yeah, it's over. It's over. A judge has granted Danny Area early release. Uh, Jerry Fair was the guy who Area shot 
22 years ago. He's now 80% blind in both eyes. He can no longer read. He can no longer drive. Much of the right side of his body is paralyzed. And he says that he is shocked that Area is now getting out of prison after serving roughly half of his sentence. He said, it hit me right here in the heart. You know, it's a bad feeling that he's going to be out here with me. The uh, judge setting some uh, sanctions on Area's probation, but the Hamilton County, Ohio prosecutor said not nearly enough. Joe Dieter said, everybody who voted for this judge should look in the mirror and say, what the hell did I do? He said, this guy, I don't care how sick he is, that doesn't mean anything. And Dieter said, there's a general mood at the courthouse right now where the focus is on the defendant and not the victims of crime. And when you go down that path, you get ridiculous decisions like this. Danny Aria uh, was granted judicial release in part because he has lung cancer and colon cancer, uh, is receiving palliative care, and is not expected to live much longer. As somebody whose spouse uh, is also suffering with lung cancer, is also on palliative care, I am not immune to the argument that he would like to go home and die surrounded by his family and loved ones. I'm not immune to that argument at all. I imagine that I would want the same thing. However, when Aria was sentenced to 41 years in prison for holding three people hostage and shooting one of them in the head, the judge didn't say, you know, you're going to do those 40 years unless you get really sick and the possibility exists that you'll die in prison. In that case, we're going to let you out early so you can go home. I, I, it may very well be that uh, Danny Aria has remorse in his heart, that uh, he believes he has changed his way. But um, I got to say, I don't think justice was done here. As uh, Joe Dieters, the prosecutor, said, the act of shooting someone when they're face down on the ground, in the back of the head, point blank, that's the type of offender who should never get out of jail. And uh, that is not the case for Danny Area in uh, Hamilton County, Ohio. Today's Armed Citizen story from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. We don't have a lot of details here. We do know that a man was shot and killed near downtown Phoenix. Police right now say this was a case of self-defense. That from uh, Fox 10 in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. It was about uh, 3.15 on the morning of October the 5th. So that would be uh, Tuesday morning. Officers responded near uh, 3rd Street and Roosevelt for reports of a shooting. Uh, once they got there, they found a man with a gunshot wound. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The uh, individual who had shot and killed that man was also uh, still on the scene. He had waited uh, for police. Uh, Phoenix Police Sergeant Ann Justice says a man advised officers that he shot the victim in self-defense after a fight. The man remained on scene, cooperated with investigators. The case will be submitted to the Maricopa County Attorney's Office for review. Uh, again, don't know a whole lot of details. Hopefully those will become available in the uh, days ahead. But right now, police are investigating this uh, as a case of self-defense. We'll let you know if anything changes. And uh, finally today, our good deed of the day from Lewiston, New York, where a uh, police officer first on the scene of a house fire uh, in the right place at the right time and willing and able to run into the flames 
to help an elderly woman trapped inside. John Smith was that uh, Lewiston police officer. First to arrive on the scene Tuesday night around 11 p.m. Reports of a uh, structure fire. When he got there, he saw the house was fully engulfed in flames. Sprinted down the street from his car. Was uh, yelling as he approached uh, the house. There were three people standing outside the house. And he's yelling, how many? How many? How many? Wanted to know how many people are still inside the home. Um, he was alerted to the fact that there was one elderly woman still inside the residence. He saw her struggling, and he uh, was able to help her out through a first-floor window. Um, body cam footage captured uh, the woman coughing. Officer walked her uh, from her burning home. Looks like she's going to be okay. Looks like Officer Smith's going to be okay as well. In fact, the woman did not even have to go to the hospital for uh, medical attention. She was evaluated there on scene. Um, significant losses to the home, unfortunately, but no loss of life thanks to the uh, quick thinking and fast actions of uh, the Lewiston, New York, police officer who was, again, willing and able to do the right things. Officer John Smith, uh, we appreciate your very good deed. Now, that is going to do it for this edition of Marion Arms Cam and Company. And ordinarily, you know, we do the show Monday through Thursday. Friday, I uh, like to have a little bit of extra time to, uh, to write for the weekend as well. But we got something a little bit different tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tease this. I'm going to leave it a little vague. But uh, tomorrow, we are going to have an interview with one of the major players in the upcoming Supreme Court case regarding New York's carry laws and their permitting regime, their May issue regime, where you've got to prove to the issuing authority, be it a sheriff or a judge, uh, you've got to prove to them that you have a justifiable need to carry a fireman self-defense, or else you don't get to carry a fireman self-defense. Your right to bear arms is denied. In less than a month, November the 3rd, the Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments in this case called New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. And as I said, uh, tomorrow we're going to have an interview with one of the major players in this case. You're not going to want to miss it. It's not going to be your standard camera company. We're probably not going to uh, uh, you know, add to it with an armed citizen's trial. I just want to do a standalone interview. It's going to be uh, hopefully a pretty beefy, extensive interview, but I think you're going to enjoy it. So uh, stick around. Stay tuned for that. Uh, don't forget to check out BarryAndArms.com as well throughout the day for even more Second Amendment news and information that you need to know about. If you like what you see, you can always become a VIP subscriber. All you got to do is go to BarryAndArms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNS. And you can get 25% off of your VIP membership. We really do appreciate your support. Makes it possible to do programs like this each and every day. Uh, makes it possible for us to uh, uh, get around the social media censorship that uh, the gun control lobby loves to impose on those who are fighting for freedom. So, again, uh, check it out. BarryAndArms.com slash subscribe. And in exchange for, by the way, your support, we will give you... Uh, exclusive content, free, uh, not free, but uh, news stories, uh, analysis. You're not going to get anywhere else. It's, again, our way of saying thank you for supporting us because it really does mean a lot. So have a great rest of your day. Until we talk again, be well, be safe, and be free.